hey, hey, happy whatever day it is in your world. Um, it is, what day is it? Thursday in my world. I don't know about y'all, but um, I always have trouble keeping track of what day it is. And then summer really throws me through a loop that, because the kids are home and that usually helps me keep track of what day it is or whenever they're in school now they're out of school. So anywho, I get all kinds of discombobulated quite a bit during the summer on what day it is. Um, but yes, it is Thursday. I know I originally was like, oh, I'm going to try to get these done on Wednesdays and then Mondays. And you know what's great about deciding you want to do a podcast? You can do it whenever you want, how often you want. So, you know, I am going to try to get them out once a week. But what day it is, who knows, especially with summer. Um, so I thought I'd give you guys some fun updates just on things. They are currently right now behind me working on our pool. Um, for those that care, uh, we are, if you are following me on social media, I've been giving basically hourly updates, um, cause I'm in, uh, doing some continuing education for real estate today and yesterday, and they were replastering it yesterday and I was nerding out hardcore. It just was so cool. Um, I don't understand pools. I'm not going to pretend to understand pools. That's not where my, um, expertise lives. And it was just so interesting to watch it. So if you're following me on social media, you've probably seen the play by plays, but anyway, that is happening behind me today. Uh, so we're going to see how noisy we can make this podcast with background noise. Uh, and I just had to like restart the podcast because someone rang the doorbell and my dogs went nuts. So yay for everyone being home. <laughs> uh, yes. So we're doing the pool, getting that done. We met with our fabulous designer last night that is helping us pick the pretty for our kitchen remodel. Um, we are almost done with the drywall portion of it, which means we're getting closer to start to the actual build of the cabinet part, which will be super fun. Um, Mike is going to make all the drawings and then we're going to build from there. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to look super, I think it's going to look really great. And for all of my friends that are Gilmore Girls fans, so in Luke Steiner, you know, whenever his sister comes back into town and marries TJ and TJ builds like a coffee cup nook for all of Luke's coffee mugs, they all have their own little coffee cubby. I get those. I'm so excited. I'm going to have like a whole section of coffee cup nooks. I can't wait. Um, cause again, we have three coffee makers in this house and we utilize two of them daily. So we definitely are fueled by coffee in the lot household. Definitely a lot of coffee. So yeah, so that's very exciting getting all that done. 
you know, it just feels like summer's already like blowing by, which is just insane. But I thought today I would have somewhat of a topic. <laughs> Get excited. Let's see if I can stay on task today, guys. Um, so we are, May and June are super fun months for myself particularly, and I'm sure um, Chris's folks, uh, I don't know how they cope with things, but I know for my personal experience, it makes, I know I've talked about grief before, and I talked about how the girls and I, kind of what happened in the play-by-play -play of what happened three years ago, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about like how grief is affecting us to like current today. So we're, we just passed his three month anniversary of his passing, um, this past May and y'all, it was a doozy. Um, I had several people that had had people pass away and they're like, they were close to reach out to me and just tell me that, you know, it doesn't really get easier. It just gets different. Um, and that is a very correct statement. So it doesn't get easier. Uh, you do, for me personally, it just gets, it hits you just the most like random times. Um, and it's not like, oh, I, it's, you know, sad and cloudy outside. I'll be sad. No, it's usually whenever there's like these joyful small moments in the day. And that's whenever I miss him and he comes up and I am just sad that I can't send him a picture, give him a call, things like that. And like for this time frame, um, like I, it's always in the back of my mind, like what day it is. Cause then I can, I could tell you very vividly what I was doing on this day three years ago. And because the time from May 2nd, the day he fell to June 20th, the day we had his service, it all sucked. It all sucked so much. So I can vividly tell you what, what happened on each of those days and kind of where I'm at. So each day through the past, you know, month and a half, the past three years, it's just been very heavy and it's been very like front of mind or top of mind, whatever the saying is. And then to top it off, I'll put a warning. I watched Ted Lasso. These are the tiniest shorts. There's no way my children, my youngest is wearing this. I watched the final episode of Ted Lasso and I won't give, I'll try not to give away any spoilers, but basically I think it was the last episode. Yeah, I think it was. And Ted Lasso says, I would hate to be judged on my worst moment or my worst decision, something along those lines. I'll try to find the quote and put it in the show notes. And that is so true. Cause now we're three years out and three years out from his passing, 
four years out from our divorce. And that is any, everyone who's listening, you've all gone through hard stuff. All of you, every single one of us. Again, you give someone 10 minutes and ask them questions about themselves. They'll start sharing their hard with you and the shit they're going through. So, and I just think, man, like one of my favorite quotes is be kind for everyone you meet is facing a battle you know nothing about. That is kind of along the same lines of what the Ted Lasso quote was. Like, you don't know what that interaction was, what has happened in that person's life before they got to you and you entered their story. Like, say you're at a restaurant and the server is just not having a great day. They're kind of all over the place. You're like, man, they're a terrible server. You don't know what's going on in the world. They can have a million different things going on in their head and they could just need to be home because they have a sick kid or sick dog or sick parent, but they need to be there working because they need money. You never know. And like, as I'm thinking through all the things that's gone on the past three to four years in my life and the friends I had, the friends I have now, the friends I've lost, um, it is, is one of those things like it's hard to keep in mind when someone really pisses you off because you're like, you get so mad and you're like, we hate him or why would they do that? And oh my gosh, they just don't understand and bah, 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 bah. And it's really hard to take your step, take a step back and like be like, you know what? Maybe they're just having a really hard time because A, B, C, and D is happening to them. Or they're just having a really hard time about something we don't know about. And you know what? It's none of our business to know about. I think there's probably like a smart person word for what I'm trying to convey other than empathy. It's like perspective or um, smart person word here. The more I think about the things that happened over the past three to four years, me personally, and the friends that I had, the interactions that I've had, It just makes me think, like, how many people have I interacted with? Probably think I'm a raging bitch. Like, for real. Because I had, um, just kind of give you an example. Like, the day Chris and I finalized our divorce, we did, our appointment was in the morning with the judge. And, because you don't. We both had to get back to work because of course you go to work after you end a family. That's what you do, right? So him and I had it in the morning so we could make sure to go back to, you know, not miss too much work, make time for that divorce. And I get to work. And as soon as I walk in before my ass even hits the seat, my coworker at the time looked at me and she's like, this has been the worst day. I'm so stressed. So-and-so has not emailed me back. And I remember just looking at them and being like, 
Yeah. Today has been super sucky for you. And I was just so, so pissed because it wasn't a secret where I was. Like everyone, it was a really small office at the time. Um, everyone there was very aware. I was going to, I was in the middle of a divorce and I was going to finalize said divorce um, that day. Side note, y'all, look at this sock. I'm missing the toe of this sock. That's a trash sock. Anyway, and I just remember being so pissed at her. And I, y'all, I held that against her for a while. Like, I was just so mad. And I couldn't conceive the idea that she would be thinking, oh, yes, I'll vent to Candace because she'll know what it's like whenever she knows where I was. She knows what I was doing. Y'all, we are not the star of everyone else's life like we think we are. Spoiler alert, we really aren't. And I think there's like a saying, it's like, people aren't thinking about you as much as you think people are thinking about you. Something along those lines, anyway. But it just had me, like, again, over the past few weeks, I just, I can remember things that happened like that perfect example, like that interaction and my reaction to them and how it wasn't, how I held a grudge against that person for any amount of time. Sorry, that was very loud. So sorry. I held a grudge against that person. No fault of their own at all. There's no reason on earth that they would have been thinking about, you know what, Candace is going through a divorce and she just finalized her divorce and that's why she's late. It is not her job to pay attention to my schedule. No. And just like when you go to the grocery store and you're sitting there and you're just had like the worst day ever. And then you snap at whatever person is there because they're there. They're the ones who get it taken out on. I honestly, shocker, kind of went off the rails with this topic, but it just, it has me thinking like how much, how much I personally want to improve on having perspective like that and giving people grace much more than I have and for people to give me grace. Like, things that happened in, in conversations that happened in 2020 over how my family reacted to COVID and how my family reacted to anything in 2020. And anyone else that lost a loved one during that time frame, I mean, because... You don't know it you don't know what it's like until it happens to you and you're the one sitting there trying to figure out what to do next and what's going to be best for your family when no one knows what the hell they're doing. And then on top of that, you're trying to figure out whose emotions are doing what because 
we just had to bury their dad. Or we were in a hospital in May of 2020 and just saw like the realness that was around. It's just, it is very, I don't know, maybe it's just the fact that it's just personal reflection and to look back and be like, I could have done better there. Or I could have given more grace because I definitely could have given so many people more grace over everything that happened because I would get so mad when people would stop asking me about how we are doing. I would just get so offended. Well, they, they must not even care anymore. They haven't asked. But I also have to remember, it's not on the top of everyone else's mind. And the optics from social media, it appears we're doing great most of the time. Like, we go to counseling, we're happy, we're smiling. Yeah, we go to counseling, we talk about the hard stuff. But, you know, all in all, we look like we're doing okay. So, and... Side note, I put everything out there. So what else is there to ask about? You know? Well, she talks about their counseling, so I guess everything's going well. Or she said this or she posted that, so I'm not going to ask anymore. And I'm saying this to, like, say I'm very guilty as well because I'll see posts from friends that I knew were struggling and I'm like, oh, they're doing okay. They just posted. But then flip side, you see friends post stuff and you're like, it's a little bit out of the norm for them or that's like the third sad song they posted over the past week. Should probably check in on them. And just to give people more grace because We, we don't give each other enough grace. We really don't. Like, I mean, it is Pride Month, for example, right? The amount of people that are up in arms over rainbows on shit is just mind-boggling to me. I'm like, there are children dying in schools. Schools. There are humans dying going to shopping movie theaters whatever new york is under like weird fire smog hog stuff from canada's on fire like i feel like there are more important things in the world over than freaking rainbows and side note so I was looking at the Target Pride stuff. Um, they had this swimsuit that was like a one one piece. Oh, I'll show you. I don't I don't have this actual swimsuit. Uh, no, I don't have it actually. It's fine. It's already clean. But I bought a somersault swimsuit, the one piece one that's all over Instagram. First of all, love it. Second of all, I was in Target and I saw they had a one one shoulder one too, and I was like, oh, that's so cute. And it was a part of their pride collection 
And I had it in my buggy and I was trying to decide if I wanted to buy it or not, this and that. And it was like, like 45 bucks or something. And I was like, ugh, I don't know. It seems like a lot of money. Then I bought a somersault one, so I can't really say anything. But y'all, this swimsuit, and I went, we were just at Target earlier this week, and I went to go look for it. And since they had to remove all their pride stuff, it's not there anymore. But this swimsuit had, it was a unisex swimsuit or a non-binary swimsuit, I think is the proper word. Sorry. Um, but it was like cut thicker. That doesn't sound right. Anyway. It was, it was wider on the lower regions, so all penises, vaginas, whatever, would be covered. Uh, and if you need to talk, you could talk. Let me just talk about that for a hot second. That swimsuit. I was looking at it, and I'm going to see if they have it online, because it looked... I don't know about y'all, but ladies, whenever you're moving in and out of stuff and you're in the pool and you got littles and you got to put a leg up you don't want to have to keep pulling down your bathing suit for fear that your vagina is just gonna fall out i don't know about y'all but that's just not where i'm at I, I prefer to keep my bits secure i call them utilitarian swimsuits i want to be able to like because we used to go to the lake a lot whenever i was married to chris and I want to be able to pull up rafts out of the water. I want to be able to go tubing and not have a nipple fall out or a vagina fall out. It is just, I need a utilitarian swimsuit. People used to laugh at me. I'm like, y'all think it's funny. And then once they have kids, they're like, oh, I get it. And I'm like, yes, because especially when they're little and they start pulling on your top, all of a sudden your boobs are out. Whenever you're at a 4th of July family barbecue and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, Aunt Mel, that was my boob. It just, anyhow, so I'm a big fan of the utilitarian swimsuit. And I was just saying that because if you're looking for utilitarian swimsuit, I don't know, some of those, that one from Target on the Pride collection, it looked pretty utilitarian and I dig it. But I say all of that, again, to try to bring my point back together, which I think it's off the rails anyhow. Everyone is going through hardship. Every single person. And I'm not saying your hardship isn't important. It's not at all what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't be upset or vent about things going on in your world because there's an actual war going on overseas I'm not saying that i'm saying give people a slight more grace if you can in your world because you might be interacting with them on their absolute worst day the worst day of their life that they've had so far you don't know and guess what it's not your business to know they don't have to explain while why they are in the mood they're in just have grace and if someone comes to you and says these are my feelings these are what's going on don't try to explain them away don't just 
agree, validate their feelings if you can. Be like, I know it's hard. Even if you're just having a shit day as well and your friend calls, family member calls and they vent all over you and they just word vomit their issues and you're having a shit day. Don't try to make like a shit sandwich or a shit competition. Just try to give try to give everyone enough grace. And I, this is a reminder of myself because I'm not always the best at it. And it can be really hard because you're like, no, no, no. I wanted to talk to you about my problem. I didn't want you to talk to me about your problem. I want to hear about your problem. I want you, I want, I want to talk at you. I don't want you to tell me suggestions on what to do. That's also another thing is I have been known to talk at people and sometimes you just need to talk at people. And whenever you do, here's a kicker. You tell someone, I just need to say some things. I don't need advice. I just need to say these things out loud because that can be very cathartic. Just saying the things out loud that you've been holding on to or that are bothering you be incredibly cathartic and lovely. But yeah, just have more grace in the world because we're all so angry. If you get on social media, everyone's mad at the other side and everyone thinks their way is better because we're all so stubborn and we're all so proud and confident that our way is the best way. I'm here to tell you, I have no idea how to fix the country and make everyone just kind of come off their heels a little bit. I have no idea how to do that. Thank God I'm not in power to do that. That was just not where, that's not where I'm led to be. And, um, it's just not it, but just have more grace and if you have a problem with somebody, again, saying this more for my reminder, try very hard to talk to them about it as quick as possible so it doesn't just fester in your insides and then you're, you get upset guts. Or then in like, you don't say anything and then all of a sudden it's been years and then one thing is said and flies you off the handle for no one, like no one else can, under, can understand it until you like talk it through and you're like, oh, that's why I'm so mad because it's something that happened X number of years ago. The other person's like, oh my God, why didn't you talk to me? And you're like, I didn't know how, I didn't know how to talk to you. <sighs> I promise if you give people the chance they'll be more understanding than you think they will be. Um, so yeah, I think I went off the rails solidly this, this one. Um, grief is hard. Life is hard. <sighs> Give people grace and try your damnedest to be like Ted Lasso and be a goldfish. Be goldfish. Don't judge each other on their worst days because you don't even know it's their worst day. And, you know, just be a goldfish and 
find more light than dark in the world. All right, that's it. Thank you so much. Yay, pocket change.